Hello, friends. Welcome to the Doghouse Dogcast. Coming to you live on tape from the Doghouse Studios, where second place is always up for grabs. All right, we are back. Um, Donnie, how are we doing? Hello, friends. We're doing good in a world of almost no cornhole. (laughs) Back before heading out on surgery on the IR, about to go down for the count, both in cornhole and life, Patrick McCracken returns to the show two weeks in a row. Uh, How are you feeling going into shoulder surgery on Wednesday, Pat? Listen, I'm okay with it. (laughs) I've been throwing lefty. I've been planning for this day. Actually, this day's been coming. I've been working my well, left arm so I can still say state, you know, relative. Listen, was that is that with bags or with everything, Donnie? It's it's much it's much it's much like my drinking ending drinking thing. If you're ever gonna do it, it's gonna have to happen during this time when you basically can't play cornhole, right? And when I can't. Yeah. So, by the way, let me bring something up real quick. Fucking pa- uh, Powell. That's my buddy from down the street. That fuckhead. Uh, Howell. William Howell said. I'll take the under on 7.5 days, right, for my, uh, my non-drinking. We're on, no. We find ourselves on day 10. I'm drinking fucking Tapa Chico's. You see these fucking millennial fucking mineral waters right here? You get these like whole foods? Oil. Yeah, I'm fucking having a drink. I'm dry as a bone. What's up? These colors yeah. don't run foul. Uh, that, owl. That, owl. That, I don't even forget the guy's topo, fucking name. Topo Chico just lubes up your poops. They just slide out better. Dude, I'll tell you what. I've been regular as you can come. They were... Uh, <laughs> I've been eating straight fucking straight fucking protein, working out every day. I did an eight and a half mile hike in the Fells Woods yesterday with Jason Buggy, who's a Melrose legend. Uh, and we were like, dude, first of all, he's like six foot, six two, probably two, he's two seventy eight right now, right? We're trekking around these really hard trails. He's a few years older than me, Pat. Melrose guy. And uh, all we saw were guys with their smoke girlfriends with their like medium jackets on. Like every guy weighs like a buck forty five. Like, bunch of fucking pencil neck geeks. That's who hikes, by the way. Hey, wait a uh, minute. They were all wearing Lululemon pants. Leave them alone. Hey, listen. These guys, I'll tell you one thing. Smoke girlfriends. Like, I don't know what happened to the world. Like, it used to be like those guys didn't get smoke girlfriends. It's like REI jackets, fucking, you know, L.O. Bean boots, and just like a gas can. I guarantee the sex sucks, though. I said that to Buggy on the, on the trail. Like, these kids aren't good in bed. I just they, guarantee that. And they own a Tesla. They don't get dirty. You know what I mean? Started off hot tonight. <laughs> sober. Actually, I, I realized that you actually uh, mix up your words more when you're sober. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Yeah. yeah. By the way, think. Oh, of, look, listen oh. to this. Last weekend, last week, I had the guys in here who play tunes with me, right? And like, I couldn't remember the, the words like four songs. And the kid who plays with me goes, "Pump four beers," and this kid stat. He'll fucking remember every word backwards and forwards. Dude, I'm not used to doing this shit sober. You know what I mean? This is a new frontier for me. Yeah, hey, yeah, it is what it is, you know? So, um, we got to talk about bags. Bags are flying out. Like, there's nothing else to talk about. We got Tony Smith coming on in a little bit, hopefully. Um, And we'll talk to him about his recent dominance and rise to fame, which we all called. Um, But, like, there's a shitload of bags coming out. Like, Everybody's talking about bags right now. Like, hey, Pat, you're in the you're in the you're in the hot seat right now because you are you are kind of the bag you're the bag man. So, I'll be honest with you. At one point, I knew my IPAs too. 
but then there's too many IPAs. I'm just like, all right, Santilli it is. I, I hate too many decisions. When there's too many decisions, man, I now have like, I've lost a lot of like time and I need, I need that time. I can't be sitting. I, I just, it's like an IPA. I, I'm like, I got to know what I'm going in for. You can't have all these decisions. You know what it is? You do the same thing. That's a great, that's a great correlation because, or a great comparison because I, I went through a big IPA phase. I'd be going to like these rapid liquors, which is our liquor store near us that has good beer, right? And I'd be like picking out these four packs, like 18 bucks. And I get back, I'm like, this thing sucks. Like I just paid $18 to find out this IPA sucks. Like, so that is an interesting point. It's like, how many more bags can come out like where you're going to give them a whirl for your 60 bucks? You know what I mean? Or your 80 bucks? Here's my, also my theory on a bag is once you learn one, and you know it inside, like, like a pro, I can throw a pro bench. I know how it lands. I know the different ways it works. Once you learn a bag, do you really want to relearn a bag once you have something that's that good? Now, it could be game changer for you. It doesn't have to be. Again, a bag is dependent upon your throw and what you can do with it. But my, my theory, most of us probably play blind draws, right? So most of us probably go out and play a blind draw more than we bring your own partner, whether it's a league night or backyard or, you know, cookout, whatever it may be. Switch Holio, right? Yeah. A lot of them a blind draw format. I'm a firm believer that six sets of bags is all you should own and learn them inside and out. Take the top three on the high, the top three on the low. If you get a blind draw, you should be able to figure out what bag to use. Now, I would I would say this actually about Donnie. Um, you're really actually pretty, despite the fact that you do tend to get a lot of bags in. As somebody who plays with you at a lot of blind draws, I will say that you you bring the same sets pretty consistently and tend to gravitate towards the same sets for a long period of time. So you're not like as much of a you don't really show up that often with just brand new sets. And I even see you do it and just hand them out. I think Eddie Eddie has a few of your sets, right? So you you stay pretty true to like a set of bags for a good amount of time if you feel like you're throwing them well. Listen, if I fall in love with a set of bags, I I will throw them for a long period of time. Like right now my go-to bag is still the juggernaut. That is my bag that I'll throw no matter where I go. Um, and to your point, I have started bringing two backpacks with me when I go places now that I'll actually bring inside. One is the entire set of um, the Titan bags that uh, Brand Grieber and, and Titan sent us. I'll bring those in and I'll encourage people to throw them. And then I have my... Uh, regular backpack with the bags that I'll usually throw but in that backpack that I throw is two sets of infernos a set of red a set of green a set of pink rnas I got my uh dog cast um mlb logo uh pro advantages and the orange set of juggernauts are in there and then the last set of bags that I have in there usually interchanges a little bit between either a set of OG cheetahs or another set of slide rights will go in there. Love OG cheetahs. Love slide rights too. Let me talk about a conspiracy theory I have going on. And it's been brewing for a while. I've mentioned this on the show. I'm just going to come out with it because I, I have to know. And Pat, you know better than I do. Okay. Let's do a little timetable. Uh, you first brought Pro Advantage to my my attention, Pat, and then you made me order six pair, six set of Pro Advantage. So we each ordered, like, you ordered, like, eight. I ordered six sets. We all got custom sets, right? Because I know your belief in, you know, you get the custom name on there, you get a better closing stitch, right? Is that your belief? Yeah. I, well, I, I believe that anytime you get a custom bag from probably any place, you're probably getting that extra attention at the end. Sure. It's like when you go to McDonald's, not that I go to McDonald's often, but 
if you're gonna order something, say like without pickles or without something, so they have to make it there. Yeah, I know what you mean. You know? You're getting custom. So you're getting custom. okay. So here's the thing. I have a few sets. I have a lot of sets of Pro Advantage. I have most colors, right? I would say. Yeah. Um, and this is just this is just an observation. My observation. I mentioned this on the show a while back, but so I ordered a set of Blackjack Pro Advantages maybe like four or five months ago, right? Code Big Asp, whatever it was, right? Give give my Ooh. boys a little shine. Yeah. I got you, I got um, you So I got black bottom Pro Advantage with the blue tops. They're fucking fire looking bags. These Blackjack yeah. Pro Advantage. So I brought them up straight away to Game Changes. <clears throat> they were like, I felt like I was watching the fucking Ice Cabades at Boston Garden when I was in the sixth grade. Like, it was in fucking insane, dude. They were so fast. <clears throat> the slick side was slower than the fast side. I went to score Holyo Sparks because those were markedly slower than the Pro Advantage. Now, the reason I bring this up is because that there was a big thing that came out today. Eric Ryder is going to be a big ass because he helped make this list of speeds. Now, the speed on the Pro Advantage that the ACL has up is like that the slick and the, and the stick are are like within a one point on a 100-rated scale within each other, right? It's like a 72 and a 74 or something like that, right? That the slick yep. is... Okay. Then somebody's like, there's no way that's true. Devin Harbaugh writes, now it is with the, sta- with the new bags. So my question is, what's going on? Like, do you think they changed the material? Because... I mean, that wasn't the same material. And, like, I can understand a short run where maybe COVID, you know what I mean? Like, you had to you had to go with a different material. There's no way that material that I threw that night at Game Changers is what's on, like, my main ones that uh, John Clark gave me or my Larry Birds that you, you and I had made, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No way. That's the same material. It just it moves at a completely different pace. So... I'm interested to see, I'm interested to see what you think, or if you've ordered any new ones recently, and what your experience was. I actually have blackjack um, ones. That you're, you're speaking. I have light gray. Yeah. So probably relatively um, the same time frame, but I've never had light gray in the in like what we'll call the OG ones way back sure. when we ordered them. So I really I do know the white is typically faster than all colors. Like so, I'm asking myself: Is the light gray is the variation of that in fast? Okay, but 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 you have a darker color. I have black played. in this speed demon suit. And we played. I played black before, like plenty of times. Yeah. And um, yeah, it shouldn't be fast. So, anyways, so this is my my. So I don't know. I, I, I don't know if they changed it. I, mean, I don't I, know if I, they changed they did, it. But go ahead. Donnie. I can I can tell you. I have Pat. You know, I have the mess up bags. Yeah. That have the pro advantage material. There's a Cal Ripken rookie card. It's different material. No, but, and I have the new ones. I have the brand new ones I bought with the MLB logo on it, so we can actually do that comparison test between a, ba- a set of bags that's three years old to a set of bags that's new. Just just a material comparison. It's still going to play differently because one's broken in, one's really not broken in. But you, I'll have to see if I can feel it. There's got to be somebody out, here, out there who has, like, an older set of pro advantages that just haven't been thrown. You know what I mean? Like, there has to be. So let's see if we can find. If you have an old set of pro advantage well, that have been thrown, it probably happened. It, it looks the same. The, 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 the weave looks the same though. Everything looks the same. I've done the look. Yeah. Weird. Looks the same. You know, I don't think you're going to see a difference in weave or anything. But the way the material is treated could be different. Yeah, maybe. All I know is that, like, I just, you know I, like, I just you could put a water. You, you, it, it, like, I, okay, so here's the thing: that, that time I threw those blackjacks, so right? You get like a, 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 a 
When I threw those blackjacks, it was like a uh, two weeks after, I think, or two weeks before the time we had the big tournament up there in the summer uh, with Meacham and all them. And then I threw Clarks on the same boards, and it was like, oh, this is what a pro advantage is like. Like, I was like, oh. I, I, so, anyways, my point being that I don't know if they changed. I just think it's interesting. It would be a fucking shame, dude. It would be a shame if the material stops playing like it should be. I'm going to order some, I think, tonight and just see what we got. Well, you know what? You know Vipers, they never changed the material. The way the material was treated got changed. What do you mean? Like the way they treated the material before they put them together or the way the company that makes the material did it? Might not be Vipers. Yeah, because the Viper feel is different. I think it's the Vipers. It was either the Vipers or the OG Game Changer versus the New Game Changer. One of them, I believe they take the, the company they were sourcing the material from, right? I believe it might be Game Changers now that I think of it. The company they were sourcing the material from changed the way they treated the material, and they put a water waterproofing, like... Oh, I got on. you. Yeah. Well, think about you know it this I mean? way. Think about it this way. If you buy... Now, Ultra's a big operation, so it's like uh, alcohol or whatever, right? But, like... Let's say it's me. Let's say me, you, and Donnie, we make a bag tomorrow, right? The bag's fire, right? We have this material. Yep. And then we show back up at, like, our, our place. They're like, the guy who buys all that material for his coaches was like, I want this fucking shit treated. And this guy sells a million coaches a year. Now That's we're fucking, you know like. what I mean? So that could yeah, happen. Of yeah, of course. Um, yep. By the way, you know what is the fire bag? And I don't know if you've, you've thrown them, Pat. The crossovers by uh, Bag Daddy, right? Is is Jordan? Jordan from down in Texas. Uh, yep. Is that Bag Daddy? Not Big Daddy, right? That's Bag Daddy. Bag Daddy. Bag, bag Daddy. Daddy. His crossover bag, which is like a pro advantage, basically. Legit. Lights out. Fucking bag. Unbelievable bag. I love it. Absolutely love it. You love it. I'll have to, I'll have to let you try them. Um, other bag news, by the way, and I have to keep pumping this because I do think it's it's a it's where I w- I really hope the direction of this like. Of this sport goes right, or the manufacturers in the sport. There's been obviously some issues with the um, with the fire bags closing seam. Uh, Jason McKeon put a big post up. He was like, you know, there was an issue with a, a run we had of closing seams. If you have, we have no idea how to know who got you know the ones that were in this batch. So reach out for us. We'll get you a set out like immediately. Like now. I don't give a fuck what you think about fire bags, right? Or like whatever. I I, I like them, but like that is everything. That's the guy you co- want to buy from. That's I'll always buy his bags. Always buy his bags. I agree. That's a guy I support. Well, listen, there was a lot of controversy around those bags and people saying that they don't play right. I'm sorry. If two of the top players in the world can take those bags and do what they did with them, they're a pretty good bag. Anybody who says that pro advantage is kick, right? They kick, but that's a predictable kick. Does that mean they're not playing right? No, they're playing perfect. Yeah. So if the fire bag's not playing right, what's it doing and can you learn it? Because it's playing away. Yeah, it's not, like it's, a, it's not like it's a fucking, it's not like it's a carnival mirror where, like, it's different every right. angle or, like, it's a bouncy ball. Like, it's a it, fucking uniform bag that does something uniformly. Now, it's your job to figure that adjust. out. Adjust. Exactly. Adjust. Don't be a fucking pussy. Pull your fucking pull your fucking pants up, all right? That's and the let's fun be a fun part of it, man. <laughs> What's that? That's the fun part of it. Exactly. Figure it out. Figure it the fuck out. Jesus Christ. By the way, Alabama's 14, 21-14. I don't know if anybody cares about this. I tend to like to watch the college football games and put some money on them. I couldn't watch well, it. It was just yeah, something yeah, else from Ohio. 
Um, so, any other rumors of bags, Pat? You hearing anything else you like? Well, I'll, I'll tell you this: the, the, the most enjoyable bag I've ever probably played. It's one of the more more enjoyable games was when I played with the Jekylls and Slides. I, I, I don't now. You only about a bag that doesn't. Okay, this is the only bag you might be able to say it doesn't do what you want it to do and it's not predictable. <laughs> and you cannot Would control you it. You cannot it's, control but, it. No, yeah, but that's, it's not fun. It's awesome. It's it's so fun. Like, I well, would like wait to have a minute. Jekyll and Slide, legit. Like, let's have a tournament. I, I that would be fucking awesome. I will say awesome tournament. Jekyll and Slide 1.0 can't control that damn thing. I don't care who you are. You're not making it work. Two, 2.0 worked a lot better. You could somewhat do something with it if you had a really good hard low throw. 3.0, you can play that bag all day. Is it the one we played? Yeah, it's the one. It's the, the new ones. Yeah, the Jeff, no, Jeff is playing. No, that's the ones Jeff's playing, yes. Yeah. I'm going to get on order myself. Side. By the way, uh, while we're on the subject... Well, Brennan, you, you have a set in the bag. Yes, nice. You have a um, green ones. Perfect. Um, that's our you boy. West more. Georgia Cornhole. Use the, the code DOGHOUSE for 5% off. By the way, I think I said this last weekend. Last week, people have been saying, like, that doesn't work. You can't pump, like, eight sets of bags through that code eight times in a row. It's, it, works, it works once, definitely. Uh, Brandon's working on making it twice for us. And the reason is, obviously, so people don't, like, just abuse it. But so if you're going to get boards or if you're going to get something big, use the doghouse code then. You know what I mean? Like, save it up. Um, and you can have the sickest. There's a lot of bags, though. What's that? It's no, I was bad. saying if you're buying them, indiv- you know what I mean? Like, on a, like every other week or whatever you're doing. Right, right. You know, breaking them out. Um, all right. I want to talk about something, Pat. Get wait, your wait, opinion. Wait, Go ahead. Wait. Before we get away from the bag discussion, I have one more thing with bags. Yep. I want to know what you guys think. I know we sort of talked about this off air a couple times. But... I'm hearing more and more chatter out there that some bag companies are not allowing people to make bags with protected IP on them, protected intellectual property from other companies. And, you know, is that going to hurt the custom market if you can't get some of this stuff put on your bags? Well, first of all, no. This is somebody who has Blackbird on a bunch of my bags and whatever. I do think it's like... It's a matter of time. It's 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 ludicrous that you can use somebody else's like artwork and not pay them a royalty. I mean, that's like just people dying for a lawsuit at some point, like from a basketball team or, or somebody. I mean, the NFL they don't fuck around. So like at some point, like and I'll I'll say this. I mean, at least you know all cornhole they got the licensing deal. You know, in a licensing deal like that, I can guarantee you the NFL is not paying them. They're paying the NFL to license those bags. You know what I mean? So. It's a matter of time for Reynolds, them, and then they say to everybody else, fuck you, I'm not letting you do Chicago Bulls bags. I have the NBA deal. I pay for it. You know what I mean? And that's something you pay for. Here's what I think. I think that people are already in the works, like for some of these companies. Like there's a certain company that had a really big bag that changed the color of the back, right? And it's somebody else's artwork. If you're the artist, would you want to sue them right off the bat? Well, because I know what you're saying, because you want you, you want so you. Maybe you let yeah. them sell a bunch of them, and then you come yeah. after them when they actually worth something. Yeah, yeah, it's a good point. Um, well, yeah, I think yeah. that will. I think that will fade out. It has to. If the sport just keeps getting bigger. There's no way. And, and by oh, the way, it's it's amazing. You know, <laughs> it is funny, dude. I, I, and maybe I, I don't know. I'm sure everybody has their own opinions, and I'm not going to get into like the fucking all the politics of it. But it's like I, I see these tournaments going on around the country. Like nobody's wearing a mask, and I'm like, am I? 
Am I an idiot? Like, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, shit. I, you make your own decisions, and I'm not trying to tell people what to do. I'm just like, man, I'd like to play cornhole right now. <laughs> That's all I have to say on it. I just yeah, think I mean, that sooner or later... If you go by us, they have all masks. You have to wear masks. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure a lot of them are. You know what I mean? I'm sure, yeah. like, whatever. And, and it is what it is. You make your choices. I'm not going to well, get into that. Optics always look bad at the end, though, when you take pictures without masks on. But Yeah. I mean, I don't think that's, that's whatever. I mean, whether or not, and by the way, that's what, I'll give you an example. I play guitar in my garage with my two buddies that live on the street, right? And we do these, like, people, I'm sure people that are friends with me on Facebook have seen them. We do the uh, quarantine concerts. Like, we still play together because we don't really go anywhere. We always work from home. We, we know what we're doing. We're all in our pod, right? But it's kind of a bad look to be, like, on the internet, like, all hanging out, spitting all over each other. You know what I mean? Like, so... I don't know. Optics are one thing, and then not being hassled by anybody is another, another favorite pastime of mine. Um, all right, so I was listening to this podcast. It was actually about it was a hunting podcast. Ridiculously, I don't hunt. Don't ask. It is what it is. I'm a weird person. Um, but they had this guy on who's like, a, who's like, one of the best, like one of the best shooters in the country, not just hunting. Like he, was, he actually used to teach guys in the Army like about like how, do you, how to shoot pistols from like long range, right? So that's his specialty. Like rather than being a sniper, like he can fucking dime you up. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like a real, it, and it's a, and it's an Olympic sport too. The guy did it in college. Like it's like a, it's like a legit thing. So, anyways, his point was he was talking about like repetition and like muscle memory and like ninety ten and all this stuff. So they, he was saying, how much of it do you think is actually in your head? Like how much is mental versus how much is physical, right? And he's like, oh, I, I mean, he's like, we like at the top level. Like, our belief is, you know, and I'm not talking about once you have the muscle memory. I'm saying in general, it's 90-10 mental to, to, to me- muscle. Obviously, you have to have the basic ability to do it, right? That's Let's forget about that, right? Let's say you get 100 people, they all have the same ability, right? After that, it's all mental, right? So, like, his thing was, one of the guys that was on was saying, like, you know, I always have the thing where I'm shooting great, and then I miss a shot, and I'm like, you know, how come I'm not in that grouping with that shot and, like, but I'm like, fuck it. I, I ended on a good shot, you know? And he's like, see, he's like, that's the total wrong mentality. He's like, the right mentality is this. He's like, let's say, let's apply, if you were going to apply it to Cornell, basically what he was saying was this. Don't, like, you want to focus on just getting rid of the bad shot. You don't give a fuck about anything else, right? If you have a basic, good, okay game, don't fucking worry about your roll shot. Don't worry about all this other fancy shit, right? Worry about getting rid of that off the back of the bag, board back, right? That oh, one yeah. bag out of six, that's that's actually what's killing you. It's not the fact that you can't airmail like Hister. You know what I mean? It's that it, once you eliminate that, everything else starts to rise up with it, right? Um, he was obviously taking this talking about it from a from a shooting persp- perspective, but I found it interesting yeah. because it is one of those things when you talk about practice routines. I actually put into practice last weekend, um, where yeah, I mean, like if if you just focused on simply not making that big mistake, right? And, like, breathing deep, being in your fucking moment, you know? I think that's probably, like, something that I should be doing, and I really hadn't thought about it that way, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I think about my... When you have a miss, typically speaking, something entered your mind before you shot that bag. So, like, that's in golf. That's a, Especially with something like shooting, I could see, like, if anybody can pick up a gun, anybody can pull a trigger. Now, at that point... You have to factor in probably eyesight, like you know, perception, sure. all that. But at that, after that, is yeah, breathing and what's breathing, mental, right? 
So controlling your breath, controlling your stability, like you have to. I can see both sides of it. I don't say 90-10. I think shooting is going to be more than 90-10 because to keep that rifle still, that's a lot of muscles engaged. That's a lot of like proprioception. It's not just, it's not brute strength, but it's like balancing in yoga. You think you can just balance in yoga? Anyone yeah. can balance on one leg, but can you hold that pose a certain way? Like shooting is holding that pose, calming your breath. But yeah, you have to, you have to, I think anybody who is good at precision type of like putting, right? Putting, all yeah. that has to have be able to block out the noise. Well, and he used he used the PGA as like a corollary to what he was talking about. Like he was like, you know, you look at the PGA tour, he's like, everybody's sick. You know what I mean? He's like, well, what's the difference, right? The difference is the mental side, really. Um, so, I, yeah, I mean, I think it's – let's use, just use Tim, Tim Burnett, for example, right, uh, who's been on the show. Now, I haven't seen more than like two matches that Tim Burnett has played in Cornhole, right? Tim Burnett's like one of the – was one of the best archers like in the world, like a world class archer, like a like a top I don't know top twenty guy I guess you know what I mean. Um, he's not a top twenty cornhole player now. He's probably doing that a lot longer. But my point being top, that we have a top. What about Donnie and Darts? <laughs> <laughs> Donnie Dodds patch has to happen. By the way, uh, <laughs> hey, real quick, uh, thank you, <laughs> Kyle Garrity sent me out uh, sent me and Donnie and Pat if you want one. Uh, some nice beers from Moonraker out in California. Um, and I'm putting them in the fridge. And on March 12th, it's the first beer I'm going to drink. It's going to be a fucking Moonraker after I drink a Miller Lite. What kind, of, what kind of beer is it? It's an IPA. They're IPAs. You can't wait more than 30 days on an IPA. I'll take yours. All right. That'll drop them off of yours. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I don't. By the way, I also don't buy that shit. I, some of them maybe, but like they do fall off. Some of them do fall off. Like a heady topper falls off. Like yeah, the the hoppier they are, the worse you know, the worse they to fall off. But um, oh, by the way, there's a new. Um, isn't there another national coming up soon? I know there's a few opens coming up. I'm not sure about the national, but there is a few opens coming. I up. I thought I saw Jay. By the way, Jay Rubin was throwing like chicken wings at his boy. Did you see that video? Chicken wings, a baloney. It was like a half a bologna. It wasn't even like bologna slices. I was looking for like him like flinging a bologna slice. No, it was like the chunk cut off the end. Absolutely, absolutely ridiculous. Uh, I love it, by the way. What's that? Bologna flop shot. Yeah. You see it roll? Yeah. <laughs> so, Pat, let me ask you this. How long, how long are you on the, uh, on the IR? I'll ask you two questions. These are in the order of how important they are to me. How many painkillers are they giving you, and how long are you on the IR? <laughs> I told them not the painkillers. You told them you don't want them. All right. Pain is mental. You're gonna be fucking calling in for fucking for perks within like an hour, dude. I, it I, hurts I, like I, a I, bastard. I, I have the prescription on hand, but I'm not. I don't plan on feeling it. I think I think pain's mental. I don't know, right, dude. Well, my buddy, my buddy had it done. And I remember when I was talking to him. He was he was on Percocets and he was fucking dying. That's the devil's drug, man. Well, Pat, we can do we can do a, a test. It's real good. Just, That's why. <laughs> we'll do a test here. So, Brendan, what did he send? Four beers. There were four beers from the thing, or was it a? Second? Uh, yeah, four beers. Four beers. So we can take two right after your surgery. We can let the other two sit for 30 days, and then we'll test them again to see if they fell off. That's fine. You guys can drink them. <laughs> he said he's going to send more, so you guys can drink them. I'll say this, though, about, about Percocet versus Boot, because I thought that we were going to go with the booze. 
I, I pre-froze a bunch of ice cubes, right? Cause I, like, I, because I just don't want to make, I, I don't, my fridge, I have like a special thing. I, yeah. have, I don't know. I want to get into all that. I don't want to get up the ice all the time. But so here, here's the deal. Drink alcohol, numb my pain. Take a Percocet, which I think is just, I think like there's a reason why there's a pain. Like I don't want to get it I'll go down that road and be all like, but drugs are bad. No, I mean, I mean, if it doesn't come from the, I will say this. I would agree on this one thing, and this is something I'm, I'm definitely, I'm definitely agree with. If it doesn't come from the earth, it's you're getting into dicey territory. Getting into different shit. Yeah. So yeah. So Pat, yeah. they they should have like a little shoulder thing for you. That's like a um. It looks like a heating pad, but it actually hooks up to like a little igloo cooler that does like an ice therapy thing. I had one for my knee. Really. Yeah, I have an ice pack. They gave me an ice pack, Tony, but I got nothing that hooks up to an igloo. Oh, really? I, no, I had like a little sleeve that went around my knee and hooked up to like one of those little igloo like jugs. It was like an ice bath. Dude, you ever seen those massage, <laughs> massage pants that Pat has? <laughs> the tubes that he puts his legs in. I did get a Theragun. Unbelievable. Huh? I did buy one of those therapy guns. Unbelievable too. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Pat's got one right next to him. <laughs> And my and my ear, my and my feet, my legs are right behind me, dude. Yeah. All right, so I'll, I'll give a shout out. They're not a sponsor, but air relaxed legs, people. I'm telling you, you throw those things on your legs. They go on like almost like a um, a winter coat kind of material. You slide up one, you slide up the other. You throw that thing into a compressor. They blow up and like into like the state like the, the marshmallow man, and they squeeze your legs, and it's unbelievable. Your legs feel like the circulation's better. Everything's better. Well, I was I was online. This turned into QVC. <laughs> I did, listen, I was online with Dr. Sean yesterday because I was asking him about the pain in my hip. So I was getting a consultation while I was. By the way, this is turning into the geriatric episode. It's like uh, I got a nagging injury. By the way, by the way, when you have a nagging injury, you know what that means? You're old as fuck. Like yesterday when I was walking, I'm like, my ankles bother me. You know why my ankle bothers me? Because I fucking tripped over it at a, at a party at this kid Buggy's house, and I almost fell in the pool. And I literally like tore a tendon in my tore like multiple tendons in my leg. So, anyways, that's a nagging injury. The only way you have a nagging injury is when you get injured when you're old. That's what happens. When you're old, yeah, or really old. or really drunk. By the way, Tony Smith is four minutes late, and if this kid doesn't click into this fucking thing, I'm driving to Thompson, Connecticut, and I'm throwing him and no Wooten in the ocean. How close to the ocean? Close? I don't know. We can find some body of water. <laughs> it's cold out though. Um... Yeah, so anyways, there's nothing else going on cornhole-wise. I mean, there's fucking nothing going on. No, no, there is something big going on. What? There's something huge going on right now. The greatest cornhole company in the entire world is almost done with their new world headquarters. West Georgia. West Georgia, that's right. Uh, We were invited down, three of us, uh, in April, I think it is. Yeah, April. So I'm not going to release the date yet. No, but, they're uh, talking so about having some type of a uh, opening. Some party. type of uh, grand opening for the new world headquarters, where uh, for West Georgia, and it will be pretty epic because, from what I understand, it's going to be manufacturing, shipping, and a little place to play. Really? Oh, that's cool. You know what, that's- dude? First of all, I'm fucking. I'm essential. Okay. Vaccinate my fucking ass, all right? Vaccinate me, okay? Just vaccinate the shit out of me. I'll take it. You know what I mean? Like, there's going to be a lot of fucking psychopaths who storm the Capitol who are like, no, I don't want it. Like, I want theirs. Give me double of theirs. Give me two doses of theirs. 
Well, I did read an article today about anti-vaxxers where somebody asked one of the anti-vaxxers about getting a vaccine and they said, hell no. They said, well, what about your animal? And they said, yeah, I get them vaccinated because I want them to be safe. <laughs> wow. It's unbelievable. I just want to say, I, I know there's some, there are some educated anti-vaxxers, but all the anti-vaxxers I'm friends with on Facebook, they have a lot in common. Yes. That they did yes. a shitload of drugs in high school. Like, what? I don't know, you, did, you put so many fucking illegal drugs in your body that you won't take the legal ones. <laughs> Listen, if you, drank, if you drank Heffenreffers and Mad Dog 2020, you can take the vaccine. Fucking. I agree. I mean, Pat, I know Pat's, Pat's, Pat's got a little, he's got a little conspiracy in him, so uh, I'm sure I could get you going on, on but five I'm, different I'm options. But I'm also a believer in numbers, though. Like, vaccines save lives. Yes, that's a fact. Like, nobody's, like, nobody's fighting the polio vaccine right now. You know what I mean? I'm a, I'm a numbers guy. Like, I'm getting a roller coaster. Okay, how dangerous it is because, like, died on it, how many people going on it, I'm in. Like, I, I'm going to, like, the chance of... With a vaccine no different, me going on a roof by myself to, like, change a shingle, I'm not yep. into that. I'm not doing that. There's no study on that. So I won't go on heights. I won't do heights. I won't knock it on my roof. I, I will not. I don't go high. No. It's under my control. But if it's underneath a certain control of, like, a roller coaster, I'm in. So going back to a vaccine, it's all about numbers, people. How many people take it? How many people die? How many get saved? I'm in. There you go. It's like anything's a risk. You know what I mean? Me doing this podcast right now is a risk. Well, I have a heart attack thing- right now. One thing that's not a risk is using Scoreholio to run your tournaments. I'll tell you what, Tony, Tony Smith's risking his fucking life right now. He's seven that's minutes late. Do you know my fucking biggest pet peeve in the world? There is nothing, nothing that bothers me more than being late. Well, I'm going to give it, I'm going to give him, I'm giving him rope right now. I'm giving him rope well, right now. If he doesn't click in here yeah. soon, though. When you invited me and Pat over to your house, I showed up. You, we were supposed to be there at like, it was like 530. I got there at 529, and you were texting me, are you here yet? My father was like, he is so obsessed with being on time, and he's early. And I, I can't tell you, when I go to work down in New York, like when I go to meet clients, how many parking lots I've sat in for like an hour, just drinking Dunkin' Donuts, then thinking, where, where am I going to piss behind this building? I'm going to have to find a place to piss, because I had a Dunkin' Donuts, and I'm an hour early for the fucking meeting. I mean, that's just my life. That's how I am. You know what I mean? I'm early. If it's early probably the only time. thing I'm good at, is being early. Time. If you're on time, you're late. If you're late, you're inexcusable. But it's like, just done. Pat, how many times did I come into the, to the uh, VFW and you were there before me? And I got there at 5. Yep. We start throwing bags at 7.30, right? It was 7 o'clock. To be, yep. By the way, I saw Peter Donovan. Shout out to Peter Donovan, one of my favorite people in the world. A dog host, absolute dog host, just a true-blooded dog host guy, right? Oh, of course. Salt of the earth, man. The guy was under two trucks fixing. He owns a landscaping company. He's like, the belts went. Can you believe it's from the same day? Big smile on his face. I'm like, I'd be so fucking pissed right now if two belts went on my work trucks. Anyways, he said to me, I gave him a sweatshirt. He said, can you believe we took it for granted? You know, we didn't even know it was coming. It's true. I took it for granted. I thought, although I didn't miss many nights, so I, I shouldn't say I took it for granted because I pretty much made it every single time I could ever make it, so... I don't think I, I missed maybe one or two, but that was that was about it. And two, how, many, how long? How long do we have? It a year and a half, probably. Wasn't that long? It was about a year and a half. Straight, we did two toys yeah. for tots, and then March. So we did uh, we did like a year and three months, pretty much. We had the place. Yeah, fucking bullshit. About, can I, I can time it because I started playing. Yeah. Pretty much when you started going there, like you were in another location before, 
Meanwhile, I'm thinking Doghouse is everything from Kowloon to like someone in the backyard. I had no idea what Doghouse was at the time. But then you had a VFW. Boom. Hey, yeah, by the way, uh, the clock is now on. It's 9.54. Tony Smith has six minutes. Um, if he's not on six minutes, I'm going to play Golden Tee. Uh, that's it is what it is. I don't I don't like I used to say when we were in, when we were out of college and we go to the rack uh, or these bars in Boston and my buddies yeah. would be like, Oh, there's like a there's like a forty five minute line. I'm like, I don't wait in lines. I don't wait in lines to go in bars. I do not. I don't wait in lines to go in bars. I don't do that. I don't wait in lines to go in bars. You know what else I don't wait for? People to fucking click in on my fucking podcast that I scheduled. That's the other thing I don't wait for, Pat. You know what I can't stand is doctor's offices. Like, they never are on time. It's a power move. No, it, it's a fucking, it's bullshit, dude. And then you're in there and they're like, it's only going to be 45, 45 more minutes? Um, Meanwhile, if you're late, if you're late to the same person. They whack you. Five minutes, they've already gone by you. Yeah, and they whack you for like $25 like fucking surcharge. It doesn't make sense. Look at Don, he's calling Tony he's Smith like, to try don't, don't, I don't even want you to call him. I can't believe you're calling him. I might not even have him on now. I'm fucking, I'm. I'm inconsolable over here with my fucking mineral water. Donnie's calling him. Donnie. Don't call him. Hang up. Hang up. Hang up. All right, that's it. I'm wrapping he's, it up. He's having a problem with the link. He's having a problem with the link? Yeah. That's a good excuse, though. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he did the one thing I can't The one thing I can't possibly Look at Now he's Oh he doesn't have a problem With the link anymore though Hold on Here we go Oh Dude I you supposed to By the way I you supposed to be the young I you supposed to be the young one Who knows how to operate A fucking computer and a phone Jesus By the way I just went on a fucking rant About how much I hate people Who are fucking late and I was about to fucking cancel you forever. All right, so I'm glad you came in with the with the excuse of the fucking LinkedIn work. So my bad. Right, well, hey, listen, I, now I obviously I can't stay mad at you. So now all is forgiven. All is forgiven. So what's up, dude? How are you doing? Doing good. How are what you? time did you get home from Maine last night? One o'clock. Oof. Something like that. What time did it end? Uh, on eight. We left around eight. So you must have left right away. Oh yeah, they had a blind draw after. I was like, nope, we are leaving. Did you guys? Uh, did you guys go up there the night before? Or did you drive up in the morning? We got there at about four thirty in the morning. All right. So here's the th- all right. So here's before. I want to talk about this for yeah. a second because we got this crew that you. All right. So we're talking Tony Smith for anybody who doesn't know. You're a fucking idiot. You obviously don't listen to the show. Um, Tony is a Northeast player, right? Uh, from the Northeast, um, now ACL Pro, uh, and is making his way mow- mowing through the talent in that in that league, as we predicted he would. Um, but you roll with you know Noah and these guys, and you guys kind of go like tournament to tournament, and you run around, and it's like you know they have this thing they call uh, in the in the uh, mountain climbing world called dirt bags. Guys, dirt bag. It's like they just drive around in a van like mountain to mountain. They make enough money to like go mm-hmm. play the next tournament. That's just what they do. That's what they want to do. They don't give a fuck about anything else. That's what they're doing. So I'm going to call you guys now, and you guys are the fucking dirtbags. That's your new name. Uh, <laughs> and I think you guys deserve it. So, hey, listen, you're playing a lot, right? How, how, how many times have you been in your house in the last fucking three months? Gee, I'm probably home like, um, like three days a week, like Tuesday to Thursday, and then I'm on the road again. 
So well, where are you going? Pretty much a documentary that every guy that looks back and watches, like, why can't I do that? Like the person who travels around and like surfing and like, yeah, and, yeah, I know. I, I like worked that. lands. I like worked landscaping and like tried to try to get with chicks on the weekends. That was my fucking. Huh? Spirit. There wasn't anything like that though, dude. Back then, like, was I going to go join the and one basketball tour? I didn't have the fucking game. I mean, you, what are we going to do? Like, we weren't sur- you weren't surfing from Massachusetts. Are you fucking kidding me? Come on, <laughs> fucking surf movie, dude. Me and you roll out to California with a couple surfboards. We're cracking. That would have been quite a sight. All right, let's get back on track. So, Tony qualified for the pro tour. What was that? Two months ago now? Three months ago? Uh, August. August, dude. Time flies. You know what I mean. Time flies. Yeah, yeah fun. Yeah, um, it was the uh, <clears throat> South Carolina tournament that he qualified at. Yes. Yep. Good state for you, by the way. Very good state for you, South oh, Carolina. Yeah. You having some good luck down there. Um. So you just uh you just mowed through it down there, right? That was a couple weeks ago. Two weeks ago now. That was uh, Yeah, two, two weeks ago. ago. Yeah. Was it okay. The, was it the same venue? No. It no. was. Well, I mean, it's the same like facility. Yeah. It was at the other side of the parking lot, like a different okay. building. All right, same same joint though. So you won singles, correct? Yes. All right, and you played some serious competition. You played Jamie Graham, right? Yep. Fucking ass whooping of the century, Derek King. Who else? Run down the run down it for me, would you? Cameron Belvin and Matt Morton. Play the hits. I mean, just play the hits for me, like Tom Petty. Give me the names. Give me the rundown. All right, so you won. Do you um, ask a question though? Do you pool your money? What do you mean? Like, it makes sense. Like, if I, if I was traveling on three or four guys, we're all good. We know we could land. One of us could land, but one of us might have an off day, and the other one could be in the middle. Like, yeah, we I usually would pool do my that. money. Huh? We usually do that. Yeah, that's smart. That makes, that's no brainer. That's like survive. poker. That's like poker, too. It's, it's like, like poker, yeah. PC. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you were up for it, right? And you won. Mm-hmm. So... I feel like it was a foregone conclusion. How do you feel? You feel like it was validating? I I was very very uh, excited. I, I don't know how to even put it. <laughs> I didn't even realize what I did until after I won the tournament. Kind of just it was just too focused. Yeah. Well, it's gonna be exciting when you play. You have those people coming up. You're not really thinking about the next thing coming up because you don't really have an option to. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, what did you throw for bags? I threw my uh, pro advantages. Okay. I, so that for like two years. All right. Well, there we go. All right. So here's my. We were talking about this earlier. You may not know. You may not care. I feel like the new pro advantages I've thrown feel a little faster than the old ones. Oh, they're a lot faster than the old ones. A oh, lot but the same material. It looks like the same material. I'm asking myself, like, how? I'm pretty sure it's the film. faster. You I'm think it's the fill? Sure it's the fill, yeah. It's like it feels completely different. Like the beads. Like it feels looser, almost. Or just they the size? Looser. You're saying the size. The, like the size feels a little bigger. They feel a little bit looser. Do you like, think you can still know. do the same thing with them? Liquidy, like they're more li- more liquidy. Mm. What the new ones? No, I, you hold I just need new to one. get them break uh, broken in, and they'll slow down quick. Yeah. Okay. If I play with them outside, they'll they'll start getting sticky. All right. Okay. Maybe that's so, maybe that's the fucking the trick. 
So the COVID buildup for you was playing outside, right? I think yep. I don't think there was anybody more last year that I saw outside in the yard walking back and forth. I think, you know, some people just kind of wore the grass off. I think you yeah. wore the grass off and uh, like a divot in the dirt. So how, yeah, how many hours trails. a day were you out there playing? Um, I was playing a lot of ghost games, like tournaments. I would just play like scoreholio tournaments. Uh, gee, I don't even know. It was pretty much every day in the summer. So right. have you have you given mom back some money to fix the lawn? <laughs> That's a no, by the way. I can just tell you no. by based on that reaction. They're playing no. with me. <laughs> They'll be out there. Hey, that's a Richard Cram. Now put it on the phone. Put the sponsor in. That's a good segue. What's that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can get Richie Cam Landscaping Construction Richie down there. The best landscaping in New England. England. Thank God we have you here, Pat. Uh, for all your landscaping needs. Last names. For all your landscaping needs. Uh, and masonry. Correct, Donnie? Yes, he does beautiful patio. Get a patio in Donnie's backyard. Ooh. Let's just run through them right now. Local canopies. Jason Bettinger and the crew. Donnie, you can talk about this. Well, Listen. We throw shade, but he owns your shade. That's right. Local canopies, the best canopies, lifetime warranty. Get one today. You can even get one with my face on it. <laughs> you can. <laughs> uh, you can do that. I have one. Um, and also Scoreholio, the best software. I was talking to my boy Ben today, just chatting about work. Not even like real life work. We have the same job, which is insane. The greatest... N- the greatest software you don't have to use your real name on. It's true. You can use. You can be anonymous. It's almost like a. It's like Tinder, uh, except with cornhole and you don't get laid. Um, so you scroll, yo. You can actually use the code Doghouse and get some sweet ass uh, unstamped bags for yourself or nice sweatshirts and stuff that they have there. Uh, you can get some some money off there. And then we have uh, Jersey guy, um, Chris Cook, the Ooh, man, made. the myth, the legend. A beautiful, sexy jersey for this man. That's right. It is on the podcast with it's us. So- literally, I'm staring at it. It's sitting in this garage bar on that chair right there, waiting to get chipped out tomorrow with, with a couple new hats for our boy that's on the show tonight. Uh, the guy who won the biggest deck. By the way, that let me. Now I'm going to get off on a fucking tangent. Uh, that first of all, you won the biggest deck. So we had. A, if you're new to the show. Fuck off. Uh, but if you are new to the show, we're glad to have you. Uh, we had a contest this summer that was like my idea, and it kind of turned it around too quick. We didn't get as much, and it turned out there was like a fucking hurricane in South Carolina that weekend, and then or the weekend before, it rained up here the entire time. So it was, uh, it was dicey weather. But some of our favorite people who, play, who are great players showed out for this thing, and Tony won it. Um, and the, the shirt is absolutely sick that the jersey guy designed. Uh, and I'm shipping that. Nice. And it has number one, and nobody else can get a number on this sleeve because you won the first one. So, um, and there's no fucking you know at second place is a set of steak knives at this contest. So uh, only one. And you have a set of boards coming too from West Georgia. So I'm excited for those. The fact that you uh, played that tournament, not only that you won it. Uh, the people that played that tournament. I have, I'll pick you up at 3 in the morning when you fucking have a flat tire, all right? Justin Stranger, by the way, not just like you every day, guys are dropping the 50s. I'm talking about the guys I need to stockpile here, all right? Justin Stranger, Tanner Halbert, I'm picking you guys up when I need to pick you up. Tony Smith, obviously. Yeah, but you'll be, you'll, you'll be late, though. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so what's the next big tournament? you got two, two weeks, right? I'm heading out to Oklahoma this weekend 
Okay. For the payout. K- uh, Kansas yeah. City? And then, no, no. That's the next weekend. Okay. Uh, the regalia. This is gonna be so you're busy, dude. Fun. You're busy. Oh, yeah. So who's, uh, so what do you got? Do you got uh, Noah stuffed in the closet back there or what? Or did he take off? <laughs> no, he's, uh, he's, he's in Webster right now. Oh, uh, is he playing? No, he's doing his own thing. Oh, nice. Who um, does anything in Webster? Broads, dude. That's what you do in <laughs> Webster. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. Um, it's broads in the rotten gun club, right? That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> not much. How many? I can't imagine the the the, the broads of the rotten gun club. Um, all right. So, what, you're, you're playing with Justin, right? Is that your doubles partner this year? Yeah. Right now, right? And so, are you yep. playing pro advance together? Yeah. Or okay. Either that or pro X's. Awesome. Okay. Um, so why do you change? Can I ask that question? Why do you change between the two? Uh, he prefers pro X's, and I like it. Just matters on the boards how yeah. sticky they are. Gotcha. So I, I, I think pro X is like a, it's for I don't know. It goes in the hole easier, but I don't think I don't think you can like shape the shot better with it. Yeah, I agree. It depends on like the set you get. You can there's some sets that feel just like a pro advantage, like the the slick side feels the same as the uh, pro advantage slick side mm-hmm. but those are so hard to come by well the, yeah well that's, that's Don, Donnie maybe that's what you had <laughs> that's what you have the arrow bag I, my, the arrow bag might be that because I have a set of with bags that mug on it that, with, that says pro advantage it says pro X it says pro X but it's pro, pro advantage. advantage it definitely pro advantage that was it. That was like, yeah. Uh, let me ask you a question. Have you throw in the BG the Vikings? Pro X and a pro advantage. Time off for a moment. All right, go time. ahead. Yeah, let's dial in. Let's go in. Uh, I think that the carpet's a little different. I think that's no, the carpet's the of, same, right? Carpet's the same, but yeah, but the top is a little faster. Right. Mm. So if you have a pro X, a little different though, too. Or no? No, it's supposed to be the same fill. Yeah, it's same supposed to be fill. the same. Yeah, it's just, it's all the same fill. Gotcha. Now. You can, Ask for like custom like bead size, and like I you can yeah I get the smallest beads that they do offer. I have to do I have to know somebody to do that This is like when you go to like Whataburger what's that place uh what's that burger place out in In and Out and you're like I'll take a jungle large like double animal style burger like Tony calls up and he's like he's like give me the Tony Smith like they just fucking they break it out like it's almost like in uh, John Wick they break it out like for him. Oh, you can put it in the comments when you're ordering it. Or, or that. <laughs> or you just put it in the comments when you order it. I wouldn't even thought of that. <laughs> well, that's what we're doing tomorrow, Pat, to find yeah, out. That's how you can get, like, extra fill or, like, a slightly smaller fill. They'd I think what do you think is best for the – not even a flop shot. It's just more of a – like I told you before, it's a skip bounce shot. It's not a mm. flop. It just skips over. What type of fill do you prefer for that? Uh, anywhere from a regular fill to slightly extra fill. Like it, the fill doesn't matter as much as the stickiness of the carpet. Yeah. And what about the fullness of the bag? Like, how much do you think that matters? I don't think that really matters that much. No. It just it has to grip the board when it hits enough to where it'll pop up a little bit instead of just sliding. 
Now, you don't think because the way you hold the bag, a fatter bag kind of feels a little different when you're gripping it? Oh, it definitely does. But it just, I don't feel like it plays as much into actually flopping it as how sticky the bag is. It's funny, too, because you could technically flop any bag as long as the board and the bag combination was sticky. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. So have you, let me ask you this. Have you been on ba- have you been on boards at all like in the last six months where it's like you can't even it's too slick, you can't do it? Um, there's definitely been sets that are harder. Like I would prefer sticky boards. I can do it on nearly any boards depending on whether I'm on or not. Yeah. Yeah. Like I could bounce a game changer, not as consistently, but I can get it to hop over if I need to. Like it really depends on how many bags are in front of the hole as well. If there's like multiple bags in front of the hole, it makes it a lot easier because it'll want to flop instead of sliding through. Yep. Yep. So let me ask you: so with, the, you, you've had you you've obviously one second, Pat. You've obviously thrown every you thrown every bag around, right? So yeah. and you know, pro advantage is the one you like the best, but like. Are there other ones that you're like, oh, I'd throw that bag, like, no problem. Like, that that bag, like, I can almost do everything else with it. Uh, Vikings are, they're consistent for bouncing. I still would go with the pro advantage, uh, just more comfortable. And I feel like they're still more consistent. But BGs will bounce better for people who are for, like, they're just... For that, for the, listen, for all you average fucks out there who want to bounce a bag, go buy your fucking Vikings, all right, and be an average ass fucking bouncer. But for the real fucking artists, <laughs> for the artists of the game, all right, you better be throwing a pro advantage. Go ahead, Pat. I just, I'll quote I that. Tony Stone Smith said this this week on the talk. You know, when I first put a Viking in my hand, it made the flop shot easier. However, mm-hmm. it was, it also could make it so, so jumpy that if you go by the hole, like, yeah, that's it, why you I can. They sometimes they'll bounce over the hole. Over the hole. Yeah. Because of that, I realized that pro advantage is better because more predictable. But if you could, again, it goes back to I don't want to learn a new bag. If you could yeah. figure out what that bag is doing for it to jump that, it doesn't happen every time. It happens certain times. But like, and if you can narrow, narrow that down, maybe it's a better bag. But I just think the pro advantage is a better bag because it's predictable. I feel like you know, it just comes down to comfort. Like, if you know the bag, then it's definitely yeah. And we're talking about like, I mean, like Matt Guy's not gonna. Well, I mean, he was Reynolds player. I'm sure he could throw fucking gasoline with fucking pro advantage, no problem. But like, for what for what people look at it now as like the advantage of a pro advantage is that you can do those shots with it, right? Like, that's one of the big things that people say now. Like, that's its best part, right? Now, I thought it was interesting. I watched your match yesterday, last night. Uh, you was you and Noah were playing against uh, Alex and uh, Boulay and Dave Forsyth, right? Um, and it was from Game Changers, I think, the other night. And Oh, oh yeah. Right? So it must be this Friday night or whatever it was. Um, I think it it's interesting Saturday. because... It was Saturday. I think it's interesting because, you know, you and Noah both throw... You know, kind of a, a similar game, a dirty game, flop shot, the whole thing, and I feel like it looks so different when it comes out of your hand than when it looks out of when it comes out of his. Like, and when he throw, when he really goes for one, like 
he's got like his whole body's like coming across into that thing. You know what I mean? Like, and almost like you have like kind of that higher like looks like softer release. So um, it's interesting because it's not like just a. I think a lot of people think, oh, you got to have this one grip. Like I heard that somewhere. Like you have this one grip to do this, right? You got to have this. It's like I don't know. I don't. I I've seen different people throw it. I think they all look different when they throw it. Yeah, I honestly don't understand the way he does it. He gets to land. He gets a bag to land so soft, and I'll throw a bag as soft as I can, and it'll hit the board so hard still, and it'll just fly. So like, I feel like I don't have to put nearly as much power like into it as others. Like he, like he just lands it so soft. I don't get it. So he has to put a little bit more into it to get it to hop. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, these I think these two are like the Blues Brothers. Like uh, Noah's kind of like uh, Belushi, <laughs> and uh, Tony's like Ackroyd, where you know, kind of the calm, yeah, laid back one. Where Noah's throw looks like it's just so violent every time he lets it go. Like the step, the the arm coming across his body, it it just hurts me to see it every time. But it, it I'm, yeah, I'm saying shot. like my point being that like you know, if you were to say. Like, I would, if that was the first time I saw somebody throw a flop shot, right? Which I would be like, oh, I think that makes sense the way his body's moving to do that shot, right? Whereas then I watch, like, um, like Tony do it, and I'm like, it, like, for example, I always thought before I played, when we threw a couple times together, but once up in Maine, not in Maine, Salisbury, I think, we were throwing yeah. some bags, and like, I like, I always thought, there you go, there's the headphones, look at that. Can you still hear me? Perfect. But I always thought like you'd have to throw like a lower release, right? Like a low release to cut across and to like flop a bag, right? Or to do that. And then when I saw you release, you release a lot higher. So, and then you said to me, you're like, it's all the angle that it's hitting the bag, the board at. It doesn't, you know, as far yeah. as like where it's coming from on trajectory wise, like maybe that obviously has something to do with it. But like in your mind, it's all the angle and how it's coming in at it. So the trajectory trajectory is more just for how many bags I'm trying to go over. Okay. If I'm trying to go over a line of like two to three bags, I'll throw it lower, but with more of an angle. And then like just one bag, I'll throw it higher with like a mid angle on it. So it just pops and it. It doesn't bounce as far. Because if I did it... Do you understand right now that the average player is listening to you? <laughs> who understands who's tried to throw a flop shot <laughs> is what you're saying remarkably like just out of control like the fact that you're changing angles and you're, like, I'm, I, you're thinking multiple levels above everybody else yeah but I think that's well I mean look that's why people I mean not for nothing like I don't want to listen to um, a basketball podcast and listen to me talk about how to shoot three pointers you know what I mean like nobody wants to fucking hear that I want to hear Steph Curry talk about it you know no, what I mean I'm, how he thinks about it but if you don't know and you get your mind blown like no, yeah yeah which it should be which it should be into how many baggies flopping over when I I'm just trying to can I get over one once in a while <laughs> here and there and you're like well if there's three bags lined up and two are over here and I can flop it so also by the way I was trying to think of this the other day so you know obviously I'm sure I, I don't really know I have an idea. I think the first person I saw really doing it, I feel like, was Noah. But, like, who was, like, kind of the first person who was throwing that way? 
fucking beats me. Nobody knows. Uh, in my mind, I, I, thought know. I, was, I thought I was the first person doing it because <laughs> I never seen anybody else do it. <laughs> my buddy has this. My buddy has this theory. Uh, Tony, you're over eighteen now, right? Yeah. All right. So whatever. This is not a kid show. You know that. Um, my buddy used to have this theory. Like he told us, like the first time he would be, first time he would beat off, he thought he invented it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I fucking love that. <laughs> listen, Tony's Tony's old enough to fly across the country without the unaccompanied minor little lanyard on him. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, invented it. So Tony, so, speaking of travel, we had this we had this discussion earlier. How many sets of bags do you travel with? Um, it, I usually bring four. <laughs> so what's that? Two Pro Advantage, one Pro X. You saw that, Donnie? Uh, I usually I bring. Yeah, you. I don't know. Pro Advantage. It's usually the bag you have to bring through TSA. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I usually just throw random stuff in there. I just bring at least a, one set of pro advantages, maybe two. I bring a Patriots now, game changers for if like my partner throws them in a blind draw or something, and pro X's maybe. You know what sucks? I don't want. I'm not gonna see. I'm too smart to get you into trouble, right? But like, if. I didn't really care about you. I would ask this question, like, and I, I'm going to ask this question. And you're not going to answer it. Um, <clears throat> I don't want you to answer it. I want to know, like, how much fucking, how much behind the scenes, like Phil Mickelson on Tuesday type action is going on in the cornhole world right now. Like, how much side game, fucking, like, big money action games are going on behind the scenes with like the best players in the business, or like some guy who's like, give me eleven, and like I'll play you to twenty one for like three hundred, right? Pat, how many points do you want on? How many points? That that's okay. Me and Donnie have these side matches. Now I figured it out. Me and Donnie have these side matches uh, that we have to play. Uh, Donnie's playing Jeremiah Ellis, and I'm playing Howell um, at some point this year in 21. So Pat, you're gonna play Tony, right? Do you want? I'm gonna ask you a question. Do you want? What do you think you? I'm gonna ask you first what you really think you should get in points as a handicap, and then I'm gonna ask you if you want the points. Okay, so best I'm out of three match. Bat. Um, best out of three. Is there a lot of money on the match? Uh, yeah, I'm putting up a hundred dollars to the winner. Definitely taking points, man. So for right off the back, because no, I already know. You right? fucking yeah. Go ahead. I'm taking points. I mean, <laughs> no, I'm only the solution. So I'm going to go back to this guy. I watched a, a match with Tony, and he was. I forget the girl's name. You were down like nineteen to six. Isabella. Uh, Isabella. Yeah. Was it Isabella? Yeah. Now she would she would beat me, and she was up on Tony nineteen to six. That's fifteen points. He came back to win the game. I want at least fifteen points. <laughs> you want fifteen? I know she could beat me, but here's the thing that I think is amazing with you, Tony, is, is that when you turn it on, you turn. It's like it's amazing, but I think like here here's the thing. I think that you you could like even get even better. I sometimes think you get bored. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> It's too easy. I, know, it's, it, I wouldn't say it's I'll too easy. Well, do you? No, no. I would say this. I mean, I think okay. arguably, if you play, okay, if you're playing, this is. I made this statement. Uh, I used to play poker all the time. I played in the World Series of Poker. I went there. I came home. I never wanted to play with my friends ever again. They're like, "Why do you want to play poker anymore?" I'm like, "This is fucking dumb." I'm like, "This is like we're playing for thirty dollars, like in your basement." Like I was just playing next to Ray Romano. Like, 
You know what I mean? Like that once you're at that like so I think more than anything, forget about like I think you probably lose focus when you're not like as engaged as you might be like if you're playing Jamie Graham or Matt Guy, right? Or whoever. Insert Noah, whatever. I that definitely does happen. I, it it has to happen. Like if I I can't play with a lead. If I have a big lead, it's going downhill quickly. <laughs> It's funny because I mean, once the once the crowd started building up in that game, she was up nineteen six, and you you looked around and there's like a, a switch came on. Well, let me interject. If you can't hold a lead, I mean, you just beat Jamie Graham twenty one to zip. So I mean, how do you hold that lead? That was, I don't know what happened there. <laughs> I I just was putting the bag, focusing on the whole time, put the bag in the hole. Did he have to poop? So wait, is that? Let me ask you that though. So you're playing him, right? <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> you're playing Jamie Graham, right? Uh, yeah. And are you thinking to yourself, like before the match, like, all right, you weren't thinking you were going to play a dirty game with him. You were thinking, like, I just want to make twelves. I yes. If okay. he blocked, I would do the dirty game. Yeah. If not, I would just try to go all in. If I left the blocker, great. Otherwise, just try to go in. Okay. All right. So you're just going straight to the hole. like. Yeah. And if it stopped, which the boards are really sticky, which I loved that. If it stopped, that's great. Yep. And hopefully he miss something, give me a chance to roll, and I'll do it. All right. So let me ask you another question. Being a big fan of the airmail myself, it's like, by the way, it's like, it's like being like, oh, I used to have like a, uh, I used to have a black and white TV in my basement. Like I throw an airmail. Like you know what I mean? Like I'm like an old person now. But seriously, as a big fan of the airmail, do you still have situations where you throw airmail and where you think it's your better option? There's a lot. Okay, a lot. If you go watch Cameron, me versus Cameron Belvin, I there was so many airmails that if I hit, would have put her in a horrible position and I would miss them and give up points like every time but I would just barely miss go over the back she put it on take the one if I hit it I could have dragged got up five and had to make her hit a shot like that that happens to me often what was the ending score of that match 21-18 okay wow so it was a battle so uh, was that on Whose feed was that on? Woohole. Okay. Yeah, so I'll go look at that. Was that, that up. the one I watched then? Is that the one she was up? No, 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 no. That was I think Isabel. Uh, that, that was Isabel. That's a different right. one, yeah. Yeah. That's a different one. Um so you well, do still use it. So you still use it. Like I don't see it as much, or maybe I'm not paying attention, but um so you still will employ it. Like what's the situation that you think you're throwing airmail rather than roll? Um hmm. mainly if I can drag a bag. Okay. Right. Two right. for one. Yeah. Two, two, two in for one shot. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. If that's, that, that makes sense. Cause it's such a big clump in the front that like I need to hit backside. Yeah. Go for that. And I'd yeah. rather not like leap, put it up in front again. Just give them a chance at points. All right. Just so put who, them in a bad situation where they have yeah. to hit something. Okay. Uh, by the way, what was the? Did you end up uh, having to get double dipped? 
and Myrtle? Like, no, no, yeah. I'm saying, like, would, you would have had to get double dipped, right? You went through the winner's bracket? It was a single elimination. Single elimination. Okay. All right. So if I would have had to, yeah, if it was and, double. And who was the final game against? Matt Morin. Okay. All right. What was the score of that? 21 to 10, All right. I think. Nice. Uh, so, by the way, not, I'm sure you feel great about it. Uh, we feel better because we're fucking talking all this shit. Like, imagine if you'd come out and you were just like a slob and people were like, fucking, dude, just like they said, these guys don't know shit about cornhole. Like, we would look like dicks. Now we look like geniuses. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> Still, by the way, go down infamy. Well, Tony Smith's late. I might make a t-shirt about that coming up. A little Tony Smith's late t-shirt. Uh, to- Tony Smith. No, no, you ready? Tony Smith, Tony Smith rolls in late. That's what it'll be. Uh, so, what'd you say, Pat? Sorry. Dirty, dirty what earlier? Oh, the, the dirtbags. That's him and his the boys. Dirt the dirtbag would be a fun, a cool crew name. You play a dirty cornhole game. Yeah. You got the dirtbag. I think that's... The dirtbags, dude. That's just me. They're the dirtbags. I, I want to ask you this one question. You had to play a million-dollar game. You got hurt. But someone can sub for you to win that million. Who's, who's subbing for you? Uh... <laughs> I love this question. What if questions are my favorite? Wait a minute. What's the score? What's the score? score? No, you 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 are going in on you going in. You got you got you got COVID nineteen. You're on the. Oh, the game hasn't even happened yet. Game hasn't even happened. Happened right. Game hasn't happened. You don't know who's behind the other door then. That's anywhere from like. I don't. (laughs) I don't like this question. (laughs) Right. All right, f- fuck that. I mean, this used to be our question, so I'll take it back. So it's for a million bucks. You're captain, so you're a player. You're, I mean, you're the coach. You're not going to play that day, right? But you got to draft a crew cup, right? And I'll yep. just, I'll just already save you. Noah's not available, and neither is Justin Stranger. So those two are, are off the table right from the start. All right, and you got to draft a crew, draft a crew cup. What do you got? Uh, I'd say probably Matt guy. Windsor, Harbaugh. Who is the fourth? Either DK or Trey, one of those two. Okay. Uh, now now we're talking. You beat him twenty-one to nothing. Huh? Is that because you beat him twenty-one nothing? <laughs> oh, that you drive. They didn't have Jamie Graham in there. I <laughs> <laughs> went the. F- <laughs> he didn't want to play. There's too many good players. No, there are. It's like the PGA. It's like golf. It's like I there's so many guys that can win on on Sunday I every like, week. I like the Birchfield because he has been literally the most consistent this year. He's a robot. He really is because Who, if you this? look at it, Trey Birchfield. Oh yeah. Like you, you look at him. Like he's finished at the top. Like he's won a couple. But every other one, he's been right there, like you know, yeah. just like a couple bags out of the out of winning. He'd get the disposition for that. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's half it, dude. He's so calm, like he's so relaxed and just chill. Like, yeah. he doesn't. It's just like he doesn't get rattled. Like, how old? How old is he? It's only just like 10, a, eighteen, I think. Yeah, he's just yeah. eighteen. He's, he's still in high school too. So, right? how old was he when he was on like the first time he was in ESPN? Was he fifteen years old or something? Yeah, like, something like that. Yeah, 15, 16, 16, somewhere in there. That's insane. Uh, I love that kid's game. It's fucking nasty. Uh, so you got a bunch of tournaments coming up. Um, and how do you – did Justin, was Justin down there at South Carolina? Yeah. 
He was. So how are you guys doing doubles? I think we went two and two. Okay. All right. Um, I got some good money on you guys on the side that you guys are going to win an event this year. So I mean, that's that's. I wouldn't hate. I'm just saying I wouldn't hate it if you did it. So uh, <laughs> if it happened, I'm just saying three of us will be happy, not just the two of you. All right. So we'll all be we'll all be having a good time. Um, I think it's great. I think the fucking dirtbags are awesome. I'm fucking psyched. So who's the main crew right now? It's like you and Noah. Who else is rolling around with you guys? Devin, Trey, DK. That's awesome. We got we got they got people everywhere. Dude, it's like I'm this is just tagging along, really. That's fine. You learn you 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 just you just play lights out and they'll fucking put you up wherever you want to go. Uh this is kind of like uh, like an influencers, like a TikTok influencers thing, but except like you guys just aren't multimillionaires. Like you know, you don't have like that house. Like there's like eight of them live in the same fucking house. What's that like the Sway House or something like that? Sway House. It's I like all these heard. like TikTok influencers like living. The, it's like the guy Boston went over that path. So Tony Tony's got no time for TikTok. Good. That's good. <laughs> that's what I want. Less TikTok, more fucking cornhole, more rolling bags over people's faces. Like that's what we want. That's about all I do is play cornhole. Well, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I'm totally in. That's I think, why, dude, especially... It gets, it gets people off the screen. That's why it's the best game. Yeah, it plus, like, screen. you're fucking... What are you, 19? 18. 18? So what the fuck do you care, dude? Go wherever you yeah. want. Do whatever you want to do. Fucking awesome. I think it's sick. I'm having fun. I'm no, obviously. Fucking, you're playing yeah. cornhole all the time. You're just fucking yeah. bumming around, dude. It's fucking great. I'm jealous <laughs> of shit. Right? What do you think, Pat? I would never have kids and gotten married if cornhole was around when I was your age. Procreation <laughs> <laughs> would have particularly not happened. <laughs> um, well, dude, we are very happy that you're kicking ass. And uh, I would, normally, I would tell you that I'm going to edit out the part where you, you were trying to log on where I was cursing your name, but I'm not going to edit it out. You know better than that. Um, but we did have a fucking blast. And, uh, yeah, we're looking forward to, you know, Hopefully soon we'll fucking see you in person and not digitally all the yeah, time. We need, to have a, we need the regionals to start I back know. up. I know. I know. How was that one in Maine? Were there a lot of people there? Uh, I think there was 16 advanced teams. Okay. There, there was a good amount of people. But there. I mean, yeah. so last year this time, I think it was like right around now, I feel like. Pat, we played it. Uh, by the way, this is how, this is how, this is my favorite Tony Smith story, which I don't think Tony knows. Um, we were at, uh, me and you played at that regionals up in, what's the Derry? Yeah, the sports zone. Yeah, so we had a grudge match, right? Because uh, we had beat Gru and Prue down in uh, Mohegan uh, in a side match for beers and money. Um, they wouldn't want to tell you about that, but it's a fact it happened. Uh, anyway, so we had to play them again. In fairness to them, they did, they did beat us uh, the second time around. But uh, it was a very intense match. Then we had to play them in the fucking tournament. It was our first match, right? It was Groom Proof. And Tony was in the back. And he was talking to Groom. I didn't know who the fuck he was. And I'm like, get this kid fucking out of here. Like, what is he take fucking distracting me over here, this kid? Little did I know. I was fucking barking at the fucking best player. I do remember that. Player. I do remember that. Do you remember that? I'm like, who the fuck is I this do. kid? I'm like, get out of here. Little did I know. Little did I know. Uh, just so you guys know. By the way, by the way, I just want to say this. That wouldn't stop me from saying the same thing today. So uh, <laughs> it's not going to change. Um, 603 did post today some uh, some of the new tournaments. So there are some stuff coming up in uh, February and March. But they're not like uh, ACL, are they? Or they, they are? are ACL regionally. I think it's a regional, right, Tony? I don't know. Uh, I think it is. Let me, uh, let me look this up quickly. If I play lefty, can I go on the social? Yeah, I think you should be able to. I asked the same question. 
Why wouldn't you be uh, able to? Because you're going to have you have shoulder surgery on Wednesday. You're not going to be able to throw for six months, right? I'll play Tony Lefty for money. Oh, you no, both play Lefty? I'll do it. Both play Lefty. Yeah. yeah. I think that would be an awesome match. So there's some uh, Northeast uh, Conference Regionals coming up February 26th um, at the, uh, the uh, New England Sports Center in Derry. Uh, Saturday, February 27th. Saturday, March 27th. And then Saturday, April 24th right now are all tentatively scheduled to be able to play. Our good friend, Sean Haley. None those. of those are conferences? Um, he says it is a, uh, it's Northeast Conference players, uh, upcoming ACL dates for ACL Northeast Regionals. Yeah, no, dude, all the conferences are down like Pennsylvania now for us. You know what I mean? Like, like right? Isn't that how it goes? We, have they had a regional? We, no, like we a conference? haven't had a conference yet. No? no? It's going great. COVID. It's going awesome. That's kicking it. By the way, uh, you know when uh, we were just talking about how, Pat, when you like interrupted Tony and you were like, all the people that are listening to this are like, their minds are blown because like, that's how I am. My fucking old school golden team machine that I got, I'm that level. I'm like Tony's cornhole level at that game right now. Like, I'm pulling fucking, I'm wrapping around one tree in the woods, like, because I know I can touch that tree and come in on that. I'm like 18 under almost, like, if I don't get 16 under, it's a fucking joke. Absolute joke. <laughs> Brandon, the first thing about being good at golden tea as a 40 something year old man is. Not talking about the good at gold. I, I have no problem. Listen, anything that I'm good at, I'm gonna fucking tell you all about it. I'm gonna let you know everything about it. Like so, that's a fact. Come in my garage. We're not allowed, but if you do, uh, you can play me in it. I'll kick the shit out of you. Well, listen, my man. So, what do you have sponsors lined up yet? What's going on with that? Uh, I got Reynolds. Nice. Yeah. No shit. That's like fucking dude. Reynolds. Like, is he is he real? <laughs> Jeff Reynolds. Yeah, I finally met him this weekend. It was our uh, the Myrtle weekend, the college championship. <laughs> you think so? He, by the way, he's probably like walks over to Tony. He's like, somebody fucking got it after after all these years, my fucking invention. Somebody fucking knows what the fuck to do with it. Invention, right? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> he's like fucking. That's clever. He flew down there on his own. Um, all right. Well, listen, we're going to let you go because you you're about to get on probably a plane again. Go play Cornhole, <laughs> the dirtbags. Uh, by the way, so this is your new nickname, Big Roll, right? Like, I'm uh, tall, I got a nickname for you like before anybody knows who you are and everybody's like going this Big Roll. I don't know. It's fine. It's okay. I like the prodigy, my, but whatever. All my boys say Big Tone, but everybody else who like doesn't talk to me like daily – it's, it's big role. Well, so I can I tell you this. <laughs> I can tell you I this. Don't I don't talk to you I'm daily, Anthony. but I'm not calling you big role. Yeah, I'm going to call you Anthony from now on. That's right. Uh-uh. Anthony. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, so I like the Dirtbags nickname, though. I think that's going to stick. We're going to get some T-shirts made up for you guys. Pat, what do you think? I like that. I like that. Dirtbags are perfect because they play a dirty game. And that's legit. Like, those guys, they used to just... They go mountain to mountain, just fucking make enough money to like eat fucking ramen noodles and then fucking climb like till they were gonna die. Um, and watch a lot of Netflix. What can I tell you? So listen, we'll be back with more ridiculous things to talk about next week because there's nothing on. Tony, you're gonna hang on for a minute after we let these people go. But Donnie, you want to send them off? And by the way, Patrick, enjoy your time. Uh, how long before we can get you back on the show? You're gonna be in so much pain. What pain? 
Okay, you'll be fine, right? Mental, we'll mind fine. over matter. We'll get through this. I don't want to talk about the pain. I want to talk about the joy. I want to talk about <laughs> the Percocets. <laughs> like you know what? If you weren't so selfish, by the way, you'd get the Percocets and just give them to me and not take them. Like, that would be the unselfish thing to do. I could probably figure something out like that. <laughs> but that's a good <laughs> All right, Donald, go ahead. Set us <laughs> off, would you? All righty, friends. If you're traveling the country as an unaccompanied minor... <laughs> But they still let you on the plane with maybe four sets of bags. You might be part of the dirt bags. Going around the country, clearing out everybody's wallet. Because when they show up, second place is always up for grabs. All right, we'll be back.